Here it is, season two, episode four of Slam City, guys. Here's Ray Moore and Mr. Mech here on uh, was it breezy day? How was that? Is it breezy? Is it? No, it's just cold. It's just cold. It's a it's a cold, miserable looking New York day. <laughs> it's gray. It's like it can rain at any second. Well, you know, there's gonna be a storm coming this weekend, apparently. Yeah, I'm just gonna lay in the house under my girlfriend and call it a day. <laughs> oh my god. Order food. Like this is this is this is why cuffing season. Yeah, during the winter, works. yeah. yeah. In the winter, yeah, it works. It's too cold to go out and do stuff. It's supposed to start snowing like on Saturday night, so yeah. that's why I heard. I but. will be safely in the house after coming back from a lovely dinner and I will lay down and go to sleep. <laughs> put my head in the lap of a gorgeous woman and call it a day. That's good. Screw it. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully There'll be some good games on. No, wait. There's a fight coming on Saturday. Yeah. Also, UFC. So, Henry Cejudo. Yeah. I actually met him when I was younger in wrestling, which is interesting because I, I never saw him. He'd be a UFC fighter, but a team on UFC. Yeah, and he's seen his wrestling stuff to pretty much beat his opponents, so he's trying to keep that and keep the championship yeah, and everything. He's going to get beat up. No, I'm not a mayor wrestler, man. I'm telling you. Dillashaw is going to beat him up. Dillashaw is going to beat him up bad. Dillashaw is going to beat him up. Because he didn't win against Demetrius Johnson. He didn't win that fight. They gave it to him, but he didn't win that fight. He took DJ down a bunch of times, but he just laid on him. He couldn't improve the position. You get DJ, points for takedown, though. Yeah, but, I mean... If who was smart, he'll probably do the same thing. You also have to beat the champion. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. can't just go in and, like, try and technical in the death. And DJ landed more significant strikes. And, like, he, he was busier during the entire fight. So, it, it was a really... Like, a lot of people feel like... DJ got jerked, which which I'm one of them. DJ definitely got jerked, and Dillashaw is a whole different animal. We'll, we'll see what happens. Like you didn't beat the champ that you got the belt from, and now you're about to go up against somebody else. Dillashaw versus Mighty Mouse would have been a great fight, but he's gonna get beat up. Dillashaw is gonna beat beat the brakes off of Cejudo. I just hope they keep that division, but I feel like the, the division's on. It's kind of like it's not going to be there anymore. That's why I've been hearing. If he loses and takes the belt from him, then yeah, it's over. Division's if over. If Dillashaw yeah. loses and takes the belt, then he basically kills the division because now he's a champ in two divisions. And he can either go up and down and defend, but yeah. he's like from 135 to 125 really isn't that much of a jump. Can you believe there are human beings that only weigh 125 pounds? Yeah, I thought I thought about that in high school. I mean, it's possible, but I didn't think as an adult you could still weigh one twenty five or one thirty five. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, like, I know. One twenty five, one thirty five. Because in wrestling, there was like, uh, I think, well, when I wrestled, it was like fifteen probably. It was, it was ninety six, one hundred three, one ten, um, one twenty five, one thirty five, one fifty two, one sixty one. One fifty two. What yeah. kind of weight class is that? It's one fifty two. It's like the middleweight stuff. Those one fifty two. That's yeah. such an odd number. I know it is, but that's how it is. Apparently, that's weird. One sixty one, one seventy one. I was actually one seventy one when I wrestled as a senior, and especially like four years, or whatever. Um, one eighty nine, two fifteen, and two seventy five. That's weird. Like, and I hate wrestling two seventy five people sometimes in practice and stuff because it's just brawling and I can't do anything. <laughs> I literally can't do any. Too big. Like I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a strong too, but still, it just wrestling with them was annoying. I'll be looking forward to that fight this weekend. That's that's my one, that's my one piece of joy this week. They that and um, I don't know any games on. It's football Sunday. 
Don't care. We'll talk about that later on, though, because this is the top four offenses in this weekend. That's what makes it exciting. This is like one of the best matches I'll in the memory. I'll be looking forward long. to the highlights. On the Super Bowl, too. Let's see if we'll figure that out. I'll be forward to the commercials. <laughs> you got to watch it because the commercials. I'm always going to watch it. <laughs> but before we get to that, you know that um, yesterday, uh, well, actually, yesterday I saw Dragon Ball Super Broly movie because, you know, it's been, like, expanding worldwide now and everybody's... How'd you see it? I saw it in movie theaters. I saw my. Oh, it's brother. out already. Yeah, it was out already. All right, cool. Came out Wednesday. I saw it yesterday, though. Um, but it's great, though. It was sold out. The mm-hmm. the screening and everything. Of course it was. The colorfulness of the movie. It was, it was great. Like they did all the backstory. Great. The action was obviously great. How long great. was it? An hour and forty. It's not as long as I thought it would need to be. It doesn't have to be now. But the fight was great. I though. figured if you didn't know the character... Well, then you're probably only going to see this because you know something about Dragon Ball. Well, if you've seen the show, then you then you know all the stuff, then yeah. But I kind of stopped th- watching after the whole Frieza thing. Oh, really? Because Frieza's yeah. in it, too. Yeah, I heard. And I kind of Bro- stopped watching it. Broly, because you know, they had a movie of it before in DZ, DBZ, but this one's more like a cameo appearance where it's actually for real. Like, he's part of the universe. So mm-hmm. they recreate him and everything, which is great and everything. But yeah, it was a crazy movie though. It was good. I liked that a lot. Nah, man, I was just it was kind of weird because in the beginning of the movie there was like this incident in the screening because this kid I guess was sitting there and he wasn't supposed to sit there and he was getting kicked out. He got like all upset and, sh- and stuff and he got out because I guess he wanted to watch the movie or whatever. I don't know if he paid mm-hmm. a ticket or not, but besides all that, it was great the movie though. I'm looking. At, I saw the Game of Thrones teaser. Yeah, I want to talk about that actually a little bit. Um. So they got a real another teaser and nothing else really. It's more like a you know, uh, you don't have my name when you have my blood, whatever you know. You're John Stark. Stark. You're yeah. Stark, whatever. And then you know, Catelyn Stark to Sansa, yeah, Sansa or whatever. And Arya really not really much because she's just walking the hallway by herself or anything. Mm-hmm. But then they all meet up, and it's interesting because Sansa is in the middle, and, and you see in both. The tombs. Of, yeah, they're in the tomb. Sansa's in the middle, like as if she's leader or something, and they're both in the middle. John, I mean, John and Arya are on the side side, and then you know, the sword they cut out their swords because the winter's coming or whatever, mm-hmm. and then that's how it pretty much ends. But they're teaser. in the tombs. What I what I took from it is they're in the tombs at the age they are now. Yeah. Which means they die now. Or do they? Well, <laughs> I mean. Who knows at this point? But that's what that would tell me. Like, if you're tombed up now, you only tomb up at the age that you died. That is true. They had them in there, like, young. They're like, like, what's his name? is still a kid. Uh, Arya? Sansa. Uh, Sansa and Arya are still kids. Is, yeah. John's kind of like a kid. But John's like, I don't know how old he's supposed to be, but he doesn't look older than, like, 25, He's, a, he's supposed to be, like, 25, 26, I think, in the, in the show. Yeah. He's like a young dude. Yeah, he's like a young man, basically. Plus I, was, I wanted to see some dragons, man. Like, but they're, not, they're not showing anything. And then even before the promo, they always show Winterfell was yours, your grace, or that little scene, whatever, and all the promos of the shows coming mm. up this year. That's all they shown. I mean, I've seen True Detective, and I saw the first episode. I haven't seen the second episode yet of the season three, which I had to see. I was mad by. because the, the one of the creators of... Um, about Game of Thrones said he wished they didn't have to show any trailers. If it was up to him, they wouldn't show any trailers. Like, no, just watch it. And I felt like, man, if you don't shut the hell up, you know how long we had to wait for this? Shut like up. Two years? Yeah, like, <laughs> I wish I wish you guys didn't take two years to come up with the new season, but I know we man. had to wait, so, like, screw you, dude. It, it was just like, yeah, like, we, we waited a long time for this, man. A long like Rick time. Like Rick and Morty. <laughs> I'm Rick super Morty. tight that Rick and Morty is taking this long. Rick and Morty's a funny show, too. It's, it's a great show. Yeah. This season better not disappoint, because this is way too long. 
People pissing me off. I, I just, I really hope Game of Thrones does live up to it. And then I think this week also they show a little bit of because uh, uh, I know there's a lot of pop culture stuff I'm mentioning right now, but uh, they show MK11 gameplay, which is yeah, I watched cool. that too. <laughs> it's freaking brutal. They made it more brutal than tenth one now, which I didn't think was possible. I know, but, I didn't think you could get worse, but but the this chick who controls blood, I know, and the Ooh. moves that they they show that's so brutal and everything like scorpions, you know, finishing moves or whatever, or special moves, and Raiden turning dark now. It's some crazy stuff, man. I know it's time traveling the game, but you know it's just crazy stuff. And then the um, Resident Evil Two demo came out too. Apparently this week that I didn't and, see. And it's like there's a demo, like a one shot demo, basically, because you only have thirty minutes to complete this demo. If you don't, it's like the you know it's only one time, basically. You got to do it. But it's really scary. I heard and it's harder. It's much scarier than the original one, which I'm not surprised. You know, I'm but, not really here for that. But Resident Evil has always been like that. I mean, I didn't play the seventh one, and I heard seventh one was scary playing in first person. I don't play games to be scared. <laughs> You're, but if you've ever played Dead Space, then you'll know. Because <laughs> that game was scary back in the day. And even the first person Resident Evil game was... Playing that in VR is scary. Because it's like, you, you're seeing everything and whatever, you're going to get out, whatever. Um, but then, Spider-Man, Far From Home trailer came out this week, too. Mm. And I was like, I think this is too early for the trailer. Because... No, we're supposed to know he's supposed to be dead, even though we, he's not technically he's gonna come back. I mean, we all know that, but still, like they just show it like so fast. And what I realized there's no, there's no uh, uh, Tony Stark. Um, they're on the trip, obviously, and Nick Fury's there now for some reason, and they're making an appearance now in the Spider Man. You know what? I didn't see that trailer at all. Oh, you didn't? I oh, feel yeah. upset. Oh, just no, no, I didn't even know now. it was out. That that sucks for real, for real. I'm but, sorry, I missed that. But it's, I thought you were still talking about like, you know what? I'm lying. I saw like a poster for it, or like a commercial, like a like a teaser a ad. I could have clicked on it. Yeah. And I thought it was still the cartoon movie, because that's what it looked like to me from a distance. Oh wow! It looked like the cartoon that was just out. Yeah. I was like, I just yeah. breathed right oh, over it. Spider Verse, you saw that. Say it again. You saw movies of the Spider Man. Nah, Spider-Man? I heard it was great though. It was phenomenal. My favorite best movies I've ever seen in a while. Actually, I, I heard it was really, really great. Like the I'm soundtrack was it. great, everything was great. You know, I'm mad I missed it. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see it eventually. I probably just won't see it in the theater. Yeah, I mean, just like, see whatever digital DVD, or whatever is fun. Stuff. It's I'll still wa- great. I watch it at home. It's great though. It's great. I, I mean, it's like I'm just gonna wait until I get a, a version of it that has absolutely. How do I say this? I'm gonna wait till like it comes out on DVD, so when it makes it to the Fire Stick, it's a clean version. Not a bootleg. I don't want to see a bootleg version. Yeah, I yeah, like no. the real version. But it was great, though. I just, a Spider-Man, it's just everything's so early. And I don't know why Game of Thrones didn't review anything still. They got to review something within a, a month, I mean, next month or some trailer of Yeah, because that was something. literally nothing. Some battle or some sneak peek of a battle. Or I don't know what they could have reviewed. But I know they can't review too much of it, but still, review something. I mean, it is mm-hmm. six episodes, which are basically six movies. Um, so, I mean, we all, I know, we all know each episode's going to be probably an hour and 30. That's what's mm-hmm. probably what's gonna happen, which is like a movie. That's what the director was saying. But it is what it is. We'll see what happens though. Each episode of Game of Thrones is gonna be an hour and thirty minutes. Around there, yeah. That is a movie. It's like a movie, yeah. That's why there's only eight episodes. It's only six episodes, I think. Six? Yeah. We had a movie every episode. Six movies. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty ambitious. I know. That's why they say it's the biggest battle in TV history, which I'm not surprised, but still, there's a lot of stuff. So that's what's going to happen. Yeah, if the battle lasts for like an hour. <sighs> a long, that's a long battle for an hour. I mean, we thought the battle of the bastards was great. 
but, I did think that was great. But they say that's like child's play. Like a little little playground. That's how they compare it to. So it's almost like, you know, it's like one thing. I remember an anime show. I saw Yu Hakusho. It was like this this uh, moment when one of the villains in the name was Sensui. He's like saying, you know, like my power, your power. Your power can fill a fishbowl. Mine can fill an ocean. <laughs> that's like just so, that's a completely different matter. Like that's not that's like too much power basically. But that's how it feels like in the Game of Thrones. It's like this battle is more like a like a little fish pond. The battle they're facing is like a, a, the whole world or ocean or something. That's you what know it what is. kills me about these whole battles? I don't understand how you don't get tired. Yeah, I don't understand either. Man. Like, I know the adrenaline must be crazy, but if I was Jon Snow when I think about the Battle of the Bastards, I'd have been so tired. He was tired and sweaty and you know, By the time, about I don't know if die. I'd have been able to, like, pull the shield up enough to protect my face <laughs> from this dude shooting arrows at me. Which, I don't understand his, his whole concept of that. Why are we shooting arrows in with the shield right in front of him? Like, usually just keep shooting him while he's going like that. Just yeah. keep going, keep going, and hit Because I don't think, I think at that point, he, he ran out of things to and do. And he was done. Like, he was like, I don't, I don't know what else I'm supposed to do here. He's done, too. And then John just proceeded to beat the brakes off of him with his bare hands. No sword, no nothing. Knocked until, the shield out of him, put him on the ground, and just pounded his face in. Until Sansa, I mean, he saw Sansa, and he's like, you don't got to do anymore because she wants her to finish him off, probably. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's probably his personal thing. It's not his thing, so. And she fed him to the dogs. Yeah. She fed him to his own dogs. Which I quietly think was too quick. <laughs> For everything he did, I think it was too quick. But yeah, that's what, but when that point out, that's when the show started to get more like serious in a way where it's like this is now like crazy stuff's gonna happen now. From mm -hmm. that point on. That's how you know, like the White Walkers are for real. I mean, they've always been the, the villains all along, and that's why I'm, I'm excited for the prequel when they do the prequel. I guess of the whole how the whole White Walker thing started. If I guess he. A Stark back in the day and the Targaryen back in the day, whatever, how they all team up against the White Walk or something like that. And then they thought they were I'm sorry gone. for everybody who tuned into this thing to hear sports. <laughs> I know, I'm getting a popcorn. But let's start with the basketball stuff actually right now. So before we get to the NBA midseason awards, um, I want to say this Kyrie Irving comments is interesting. He was saying that he apologized to LeBron on the phone call before the game, I think, against the. Um, Raptors Wednesday, and he was saying like, oh, you know, uh, I was young back in the day. I didn't understand. It. I was more about awards and not really about the big picture. And and the thing I don't understand is that you don't have to apologize to somebody for being a leader. You know, you could just show it by playing good and leading by example, which he kind of did in Wednesday. Um, even though he had a lot of turnovers, but he had a career high in assists and everything. But you didn't have to call LeBron just to say that, as if he's like your father or something. Well. I understand the want to apologize if you feel you are out of line a lot. I mean, he was. I mean, Kyrie was. I mean, let, let's face it. Like, yeah, I think he just didn't like playing with LeBron with this and that because he wanted to do this in his own way or whatever. But then he figured it out, and then he was like, well, you know, I just got to I, I should apologize and then try to get this thing going because we all know that Boston's struggling right now. I know they won Wednesday, but... They're not exactly the same team they were because they say they're too talented. Which I did say before that I think that was the reason why they've been struggling because they're too talented. They don't know what their roles are. And when you're on a too talented team, you know, it's kind of a dumb thing to say if you're an athlete because it's like you ever wish you wish you were on a, on a talented team or a really talented team. Right. That's, but like a, that's like a great problem to have. It is a great problem. But also you got to understand like your role and everything. Like the, thing, the difference between basketball and I guess other sports is that yeah, in basketball, you can't be too talented, and sometimes it might not work because you don't know what the roles are, but eventually you do work it out because that's how 
talented teams are mm -hmm. and if you know you have a good coach and everything Brian Stevens then you should be fine in baseball you could be too talented and still lose Facts. like like I seen Facts. we have all all, all these all-stars and you still lose because you know one team could be hot and out of nowhere or whatever and then football we can we can have a all-star group team I mean mm -hmm. we've seen that from the Patriots undefeated season they still lost in L out yeah. yeah like so you can have the best roster in the league by far and still lose and that's what happened with the Chargers that last week they got beat down by the Patriots. And even those four teams in the NFL we'll talk about later on. But, like, yeah, this is the difference. In basketball, I think most of the time when you're too talented, you have a chance to win a championship and you're actually in there in discussion of anything. So mm -hmm. the problem for them is just, yeah, because they had Kyrie and Gordon Hayward this year that they're trying to insert them into the what they were doing last year. But the problem is, is that there's egos involved. And they don't know what they got to do. So, like, Jason Tatum's young and Jane Brown's young, but Irving and Haywood have been in the league for a couple of years already. Mm -hmm. And now is coming off the bench as if he's on with Jane Kodala now for the team or something. Mm -hmm. Is that with the shooting? But it just, yeah, I, I think the problem for them, they got to figure this out because if they don't, then they're going to lose to some team like the Bucks or the Raptors or the Philadelphia Sixers. The Raptors, the Raptors they're going to end. But the, I don't even trust the Raptors anymore either. Like They have a great record and everything, but they can't win these big games. That's what I've been realizing. I'm, I'm not sure what they're going to do come playoff time, and I'm also not sure what that means for um, because he has been playing hard, but there's no guarantee that he stays. Kyrie? K uh, no, uh, and for the Raptors. Oh, Ka Kawhi? Uh, Kawhi. I think Kawhi to the Nets might be confirmed. That would be that would suck. I mean, though, one of our friends who was on the show before Victoria said something like that, and um, I actually kind of believe it now because I'm looking at how the Nets are been playing the past couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. As you look at these Nets games now, because they've been playing good, yeah. like the Knicks who stink, but yeah. but I have respect for the Nets for playing great because they beat the Rockets in overtime, which was great. Where Harden dropped for D seven something like that, won. and yeah, they they've been winning a game against Boston at home or whatever, and. I feel like they have promised. Man, they're looking like contenders. Not only that, but it looked like in the summer they could actually attract stars. Mm -hmm. So they they have cap space to probably sign one or two stars. So it's possible they could get Kawhi and somebody else. I could see that happening. Which would make them an ill franchise. Yeah, because they, they really have a bunch of pieces. They just need to get the star or two, and they could be maybe an instant contender. It's possible that the Nets and Knicks could be good in the next few years. At the same time. Hey, you got Kawhi in the Nets. Maybe you have Durant in the Knicks. And you well, got some Mark got Chris Stops in the Knicks. Yeah. He's only getting better. Yeah, and you have D'Angelo Russell on the other side within the same draft class, him and that. So that'd and be interesting. we get Zion. I mean, Zion will beat the X Factor and everything. Yeah, we get Zion. Because if we get Zion, then it changes everything. We get Zion, we get Durant. Knox starts coming into his own. Yeah. And you get Porzingis. That's the three, four, and the five. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I'm telling you, like that Zion is gonna change everything if, if we get if we draft him because he's the one who's not only gonna be the probably the franchise player with Porzingis, a you know one A one B or whatever. <laughs> mm -hmm. But even with Durant, yeah, like then Durant, Durant comes into fold. It's a whole different animal. Take pressure off of Zion, yeah. So then when he develops, take and then pressure off everybody. But Zion's gonna be great if we have him, man. I'm telling you, that that crowd's gonna be crazy. I think he's coming. The way we keep L in these games, I, <laughs> I mean, the L we had last yesterday was like, a, a, like, a, oh, I didn't he's even definitely watch coming. That game in London, I didn't even see what <laughs> I time saw it. it was. He got goaltend, and then these. <laughs> who who was the goaltend? It was on um, Trier because he tried to block the shot of Bryant that the Wizards was doing like a layup, and then it was like on the cylinder kind of, and he blocked and it called goaltend, and then that was like pretty much the game because they had a point four left, but they weren't gonna get a shot off. Because they're not. Was like, that was that shot gonna go in? It felt like it. It looked like it was angling. Maybe it would have been in and out. I don't know. Like the shot, it wasn't like it was straight up. Like like 
Patrick Ewing's finger roll or whatever. It wasn't right. like that. It was was more like an angle kind of layup. But I guess so. Was, you're not sure. There's no real telling. It's There's not no really telling. Even with the replay, it wasn't really. It was hard to say it was gonna go in or not. But I mean, as an athlete, you have your you know you react to what you were looking at, and he was mm-hmm. reacting to getting the block, and you know it was goaltend whatever. But they had like point four left. They weren't gonna get a shot because apparently the Knicks are also horrible at inbounding plays. So they don't even have a play of. I don't understand why you just do an alley oop pass or something, which they don't even do for some reason with Mitchell Robertson. But um, yeah, Knicks have been losing so many of these close games, and it's actually a good thing because at some point we might get Zion, we might get uh, Reddish, we might get about uh, Barrett maybe. Anybody but three. another point guard. You don't think we need a point guard though? What if we get what if, if we get Barrett? I mean, that is a point guard. I mean, that is a legit scoring point guard though, but also pass too, and he's good. Reddish is a shooter, like literally a legit shooter that could be great in in the league. I know that. Um, might be better than Tim Hardaway Jr. as a shooter. Uh, I think Hardaway's gonna go. He's gonna get traded. He's probably gonna get traded. I think they want that cap space. They get traded with Frank and get like expiring contracts, and then yeah, they get cap. I would base. definitely get Frank the fuck out of here. I think. I think. <laughs> I think there's a chance he's going to be good. Yeah, but what if he becomes great and then we missed out on an opportunity? Like, oh, Frank's going to be this great two-way player and we Knicks missed, messed it up again because he can't develop players. I mean, I but that's the thing. I think Fizz can develop players. Except Frank? Frank's not. I, he may, maybe this is it. Yeah, because I don't I know mean, what that it's still, it's still like year one and maybe you don't trade him right now and maybe you have some patience and you try and develop things depending on what free agent comes this summer, like depending on how it goes. You, you feel your way around and maybe you don't rush to get great right now. Maybe you just kind of like, you mm-hmm. know, process it out. Not saying you do what Philly does and just keep tanking on purpose. But maybe you just like take your time and build. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and and you stink for a few years and then you get great for a few years. Like Boston did it the best way ever. I don't know how they managed to flip. Well, yes, I do because... Brooklyn is a bunch of suckers. <laughs> Brooklyn is a bunch of suckers. They got Garnett. They got Garnett and Paul Pierce off their roster. And what's his name? Didn't they get um what's his name too? They got um Paul Pierce, Garnett, Garnett and and a bunch of draft. No, no, no. No, no. Who they get from Boston? Paul Pierce, Garnett, and, and did uh what's his name come over in that? Rondo. Did Rondo come over in I that? Think or no? Gerald Wallace, maybe. I don't even remember that. I know it was Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. Yeah, and for them, they got a gang of draft picks. I said it before when they did. This is the worst deal ever because they're, like, on the end of their careers. I don't know why they're trying to make a splash now as if they're trying to be relevant or whatever. Because made, that's, what, that's what they want. It made no sense, man. Like, I get it. At the time, you had Carmelo in the Knicks, and he wanted to make something better or whatever. But, I mean, even when they had Darryl Williams and... Brooke Lopez and Gerald Wallace. Oh, no, and Joe Johnson, I think, and Gerald Wallace. Like, mm-hmm. they were still... I don't know. It still, didn't, it still didn't work, really. And I remember that season when the Knicks won 54. Even that group, that three, they're trying to beat the Knicks, and, but they couldn't beat Carmelo because Carmelo was going off that season. It was, like, mm-hmm. his best season or whatever in his career. He was, like, a one-man army, basically. But they couldn't even do anything either. And they lost in the first round to the Bulls mm-hmm. in, like, seven games to a... Derrick Rose list team he lost to the he lost and to them. I think I don't know if Noah was there either. He was there and Knight Robinson was there and then they went to five games with Miami and then, you know, they faced the Pacers, even though Nick should have faced the Miami that season. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they would have won that series, but I think I don't know if they would have won seven games. But, I mean the Pacers series won seven games, but it just would yeah, have been the, much the more Pacers competitive. Went, that that whole matchup was because I remember the their center kept fouling. 
well, Tyson Chandler's fault too, and J.R. Smith for that Pacers series because they couldn't show up, and then Carmelo had to do everything, and he still lost. And Amari messed his hand up. There's a lot of things that happened. That's that was that was pretty bad. I mean, I thought that they faced Miami and it would have been Carmelo and LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals. It would have been something special. Chris Bosh and, and Stoudemire going against it. Yeah. Yeah, but Stoudemire could take Chris Bosh and a healthy Stoudemire would take Chris Bosh. I uh, believe it. But, and, and Dwayne Wade, whatever, yeah. It's like, yeah, J.R. Smith or yeah, Jason Kidd or yeah, Shump or whatever. At the time, they were I good. I thought Shump could have locked him up. Shump was a defensive. He was going to lock down LeBron, too, if anything. Shump was a defensive problem back then. Back then. Now he's Actually, he's, he's okay right now. He's a decent player in the league. Yeah, like he's, like, yeah, he's, he's playing fine. with the Kings right now. He's actually playing pretty good. And the Kings are being good, too. I've seen it. Yeah. So I've seen it. They, he's, not, you know, he's not bad. I go watch to see what Shump is doing. I mean, he's playing better than J.R. Smith because J.R. Smith's not even playing, playing anymore. right now, which is crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Six man of the year, scoring champion of the year. Both of them need that have a job. Neither one of them have a job. Both of them are out of a job. So Melo and, and um, Smith. Yeah, that's, that's weird though. Crazy, right? I know, but I guess I don't know. We'll see what happens. Maybe the Lakers will call Melo pretty soon or something. Or, I think they should. Or maybe Golden State will just call them up because you know they're, they're trying to get into form already, and they're about to get DeMarcus Cousins tonight. Which is interesting. I'm gonna be watching that. Watching that game, right? Word 10:30. Up. I gotta see how the Marcus Cousins plays with them. Be interesting. Will not miss it. I cannot wait. Actually, yeah, I can't wait. This is gonna be interesting to see what the Marcus Cousins. Because now the Warriors have been into form right now. You know, they've been playing well. They they made a statement to the Nuggets, being them, and they beat mm-hmm. the Pelicans the other night with Curry going in 11 threes and stuff and. Draymond still hasn't found his shot completely. Not yeah, but he made some shots, which I pre- I think that's a sign for them. It's just that's not good. as consistent as it used to be. Like I'm seeing him break wide open threes. Yeah, it's not there yet. It's not there yet. And if you have DeMarcus Cousins, you definitely need to start making threes because then it's just gonna make you the one being the shooter and the elite, everybody else, whatever. And Clay's been a dunking machine now, apparently. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> know the, when that happened. And those dunks are like basic, but they're still good. Clay's but, like airborne. I know, and you know, Durant's doing his thing, and Curry's having like the best shooting season. I think, in, I think he's having better season than his MVP seasons, at least shooting wise or whatever. I mean, Interesting. which is like he—he got to break the record at some point. He's gonna be in the league of his own. That's why I want. I, that's why I at know. this point, yeah. And he's doing it. He's doing it in less than eight hundred games, which is incredible. Because so, he just keeps getting better. Yeah, he's making threes and off, you know, off the dribble, catch and shoot. But you know, Clay's probably the best catch and shoot three point shooter in the league. But Curry just like the best all around three point shooter in the league and doing mm-hmm. it so many ways off the dribble, catch and shoot or. Pull-ups or whatever. I mean, even distance like 30, 35 feet and making them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm just carried in a league of his own, man. It's just one of the... This is why this is the golden age of basketball. All these shooting and passing and athleticism and everything. It's incredible, though. Uh, but looking at the West, though, like, the number, the number one right now, I think the Nuggets number two. And OKC's number three, even though they've been struggling, too, a lot. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I think the Lakers are still in, in like that's like six or seventh right now, and the Spurs are there, and and the Rockets are there with James Harden going off, and um, the midseason awards. I mean, would you give? I think right now the midseason world. I don't know if I would give it a James Harden MVP because I think Giannis deserves in that conversation because he's they're like number one, number one, number two seed right now in the Eastern Conference. They're both in the. They're both. I think they're both in um, consideration. I think Giannis I think, might I think win they it. They both should be in consideration. Giannis may may actually take. I think he might win it because the reason why I said it is because then he's not playing as many minutes as James Harden. Because James Harden's mm-hmm. playing like all these minutes and he's gonna be so tired out by the playoff season starts, he's not gonna have no energy left to play and he's gonna be gassed out like he was last last postseason or whatever because he played too many minutes. Giannis, 
his t his team is actually more talented. And I said it before, before season started. Watch out for the Bucks because they're a dark horse that. contender, and they will be they will surprise everybody, and they will be one number one, one or two seed in the, in the Eastern Conference, and they are right now because they have Brook Lopez who can stretch the floor, and I think they could play five out now, and have Giannis could take somebody off the dribble because he could just pass that out somebody. They could either play four, four, four out one or five out, and they'll still be fine. The Bucks. They have you know a great what me up about Brook Lopez this is a complete side note. <laughs> but he and his brother, right, are twins. Yeah. They're monster-sized human beings. Yeah. Did it, did it ever occur to anybody else? Am I the only person who realized that their parents obviously wanted girls? They're both named after girls. I know. Brooke and Robin. Yeah. Those are girls' names, dude. And even worse, if you think about what you would call them as short, Brolo and Rolo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, Robin, R O yeah. Lopez, L O, Rolo. That's Brooke, crazy. B R L O. Rolo. That's crazy. And they're both like, they're girls. Like, their parents yeah. wanted girls. They almost had two girls, and they turned into these monster sized human being men. And they just stuck with the names. Like, screw it. Still Brooke and Robin. Like, Wait a minute. What are you doing? That's crazy. Brooke and Robin Lopez. That is crazy. Man. Okay, we can move on. I just <laughs> had to say that. Sorry. <laughs> no, but it's interesting, though. It's just crazy, though. And it's interesting because one is offensive and one is defensive. And not even, like, mm -hmm. the same player, really. Whereas, like, the the Morris brothers are actually good overall, both of them, I guess, all around or whatever. Mark, Marcus and Markeith. They're right. both good or whatever. But... I wish that's how I wish sometimes I wish they did some kind of like like uh, brother or sibling thing in the All Star Weekend or something. Where that would even be the, dope. Again, like the brothers. Like two one two. Yeah, that's why I wish I wish the Ball family would be the NBA. So I want to see the Ball family against the Holiday family or something, and three on three or something like that. It'll be interesting. My money's on the holidays. <laughs> yeah, because they're all defensive people and they get scored too. My, my money is clearly on. You know, Lonzo Ball is a good defender. He's really good. Matt, yeah, he's gotten better. He's gotten better, man. He's Shots getting better too. Yeah, he's getting. It's just, I, it's just, I hate when people say like, "Oh, he should be better than this or whatever." But this is how he is. He's like Jason Kidd, but like, he's not really aggressive like that. He's a good defender, though. I don't know why you just can't let him be what he is. If he's like that, let him be how he is. Because he signed to the Lakers and his father made all this noise. Like the fact is, if his father hadn't been talking so much, none of this would be, none of this would be a thing. But he did predict that LeBron would go to the Lakers. Who is dead? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean that. Come that on, he went, brought a house, was checking on schools. Like, come on, man, that was that was an easy one. That you know, his father hasn't said anything since, though. Yeah, because he needs to he needs to shut yeah, up because yeah. his son is not doing. You can't only talk this stuff up. So what? It's LeBron's fault that they're yeah, know, they're yeah. losing games and not your son. I mean, they're five and seven. They are what they are, but they're actually better than what the Cavaliers would have been if LeBron was out. It just tells you the talent wise between the Cleveland and the Lakers. Like, if LeBron was well, LeBron was out with the Cavaliers, they actually stink. Mm -hmm. Whereas the Lakers are actually like at least five hundred, maybe around there without LeBron, so right. they're like okay because they're still talented. I mean, they're not great, but they're still good. Like at least Kyle Kuzma is getting into form and Ball's doing his thing and Ingram's doing his thing and the bench is doing their thing or whatever. They're still good. They're not great. LeBron just makes them better, obviously, because he just makes you know makes Ball and Kyle Kuzma great and everything. But they're still good. 
Mm-hmm. I think they're not gonna go. I don't think they're gonna go far in the playoffs this year. I think they might lose like in the first, I mean the second round probably. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna win one round, they lose the second round, and they're gonna get a star by in the off season. Because LeBron is not the, this is not the season for them to win a title. No. That's gonna be next season. They, I think he should chill out. That's why he's, that's why he is chilling out, and that's why our our our, uh, our friend uh, Scoop B Robinson was reporting earlier this month about him possibly being out for like until February or something like that. Mm-hmm. Cause it was growing and injury and everything. I can see that happening because growing years are very tricky. You know, you right. tweak it again, you you know, you're done then. That's why Stephen Curry had to take a while for him to be healed up before he came back. Right. It's, da- it's a dangerous muscle. It's not like the other muscles, like hamstring, quad, you have strains, it's a little different. You could probably heal up, but then you could act it again. Like, ankle injuries are worse too. Mm-hmm. If you have a bad ankle and you ank- and you re-injure it again, it's bad. Then you have ankle injuries for the rest of the season or anything until you're fully yeah, it hit. Sucks. And I, and I hate ankle injuries. You know? That was the worst thing. Like just getting it and then trying to get it better, but then you do it again, it hurts and stuff like that. I you, have I have weak shins. I feel like shin splints. When I start running, yeah. I can feel it directly in my shins. Damn. It's really awful. Like it doesn't hurt hurt, but it lets me know that something's not right, and it's both shins. I have no idea how to fix it. I'm not sure there is a way to fix it. Damn. But I have, like, the wildest shin splint. I can just shin feel it when worst, I run. Yeah. It's really awful. I think runners need, runners need the worst, too, because then your knee starts That's to That's why I had up. to switch to the elliptical and not the treadmill. I can't be on the treadmill. I just got to do the elliptical. I do elliptical or bike, too, because uh, I have runner's knee, too. But just, like, mm-hmm. just you know, when your knee starts to swell up and stuff and you run too much or whatever, mm-hmm. that's when it hurts, too, and you get all that pain. But... That's why you gotta get your legs stronger and everything. You do wall sits that helps out too and everything. So it's a little different though. So yeah, I think MVP thus far is probably Giannis. I think Rookie of the Year is Luke Dodnik. Don- definitely from the Mavericks. Definitely, definitely, definitely. He might have a better season than LeBron's rookie season actually. That's why I've been he's, hearing. He's he that boy something special. His step back shots and everything. His trick trick shots and all that. He's like he's like top five in like assists mm-hmm. points. He's an he's all-star. Like, I think he's like number one in points. He's definitely top five in, in assists and rebounds. He's definitely points, an all-star. Rebounds. Yeah, no, totally. I think, I mean, he, right now he might be starting in this all-star game. It'll be interesting. Yeah, he's good, though. Most improved. Where, where did he go in the draft? Uh, He was fifth. He got traded from the Hawks. For Ice Trey? No, because the Hawks, no, because the Dallas actually drafted Trey, but then he got traded to the Mavericks in the draft. For Trey. Yeah. Ooh, I know they happy. <laughs> I know the Mavs are happy. I mean, Trey's good, but he ain't. He ain't what Luke, pick Luke did up. we have that year? No, that's last year. What, we, p- what pick did we have? We had Knox ninth. Ninth. Oh, so we never could have got to. Luke. No, it was no chance. But because that's what that's what messed up the Knicks. Because I think if they, they were a little lower, they probably would have picked them. Yeah. And it would have helped. It would have definitely helped out the Porzingis and everybody moving forward, especially with him at point guard or whatever. That's when he plays the point. Plays the point. Yeah, he plays the point. I thought it was a two. Like he plays point. He's six seven, but he plays point. Okay. But he's he's skilled. He's very skilled. Oh, he's, he's yeah, dope. Like because he's been playing since uh, in Europe for like mad years. So he's been an MVP. He's been a champion since like a kid or whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm really so, upset we didn't get him. Like so he's like an old rookie kind of, but yeah. he's still great though. He's still a rookie considered rookie. He's, he's, he's nineteen only. And he's only he's only nineteen. He might be one of the best top five players in in a couple of years if he keeps playing the way he's playing. Definitely. He's gonna be up there with Ben Simmons and other people, whatever. And Giannis and and, and uh. I think Giannis on his way to be number one. I think they're if all he, trying the, to get to the number one. If Giannis spot. develops a jump shot, it's over. Though. Giannis, the brow. Yeah, he's not being that conversation. If Giannis develops a jump shot, though, it's over. 
There's I, nothing I you can Chris do with Stops that. Is gonna get in that court conversation. He's mad brolic, Giannis. He can bully his throw yeah. anybody. I don't know if he can bully LeBron, but he can bully over everybody. That'll be interesting though. Yeah, he he packed on like fifty pounds of muscle at least since like his rookie year. What are the chances LeBron gets to play with his son? You know, I feel like it'll be some fix in, like when when his son's about to get drafted, there'll be some fix in, like, oh, let's trade this pick, whatever, to get him, whatever. And there's a chance that could happen. I can see that happening. It'd be weird having him and them on the same court, though. I think it'd be great, though. Father and son, that'd be the first time that ever happened. So, wait, wait, if his son misses a shot, what's he gonna do? Is he gonna, like, criticize him? Yeah, probably. <laughs> like, if he misses, like, a game winning shot or I something? I wanna see what happens when LeBron <laughs> misses a shot that son could. Oh, yeah, so I was saying, too. I'm thinking, like, oh, he's gonna scream at his own dad? He's gonna criticize his own dad in the, in the huddle and be like, yo, what are you doing, man? What, what, what's Possibly. this? Possibly. You know I was helping on the wing. What's wrong with you? Why did you take that shot? <sighs> I don't know. She's never like, I never like when you have a father, especially in the professional league, playing the same team. Like, we saw that with Austin Rivers and Doc, and it didn't really work. That right, but they really... weren't playing together. I'd like to see what, and I think LeBron is a better floor general than than Doc is a coach. I don't think LeBron is as good a coach as Doc is, but I think as far as running the floor, I think Doc, I think LeBron is better at that. I don't so, know how LeBron had Doc as his coach. You think he? They? Do you think they win more titles? Yeah. With Doc Rivers. Yeah, I think Doc Rivers is a hell of a coach. You think of Moby LeBron, everything. Yeah, I'm interesting. Mark Jackson, uh, maybe, maybe more. I don't know. Mark needs a job in the NBA. He's not getting a job anytime soon. Yeah. His no. personality is not. It's telling he's not getting a job anytime soon. He's happy being a color commentary, or whatever, making yeah. his money and stuff with Jeff Van Gundy and everything. And I mean, Doris. That's another dude I would like to see coaching again. And Doris Burke too. I don't think Doris Burke would want to do any like GM maybe for a franchise. I think she's happy where she's at too. I think she's opening doors for other female in the business too of being called com- the commentary I can see that I can see at some point like Christy Ledlow from TNT being or something like that or mm-hmm. Roz being on there and everything I can definitely see them being called commentaries eventually in the future <laughs> something I want to see um but yeah I think most improved player you know it's interesting I'm looking at all these players that improved this season uh, would you put Paul George in that conversation most improved player yeah. no no, for me, the, the the winner is clearly Derrick Rose. Most improved? Yes. Let me see. Clearly Derrick Rose. Derrick Der- Rose hasn't been playing well, but he's had, he had the same stats he had last season. With uh, with the Knicks. Oh, no. So they say here, well, Sporting News said Sabonis from the Pacers, but I haven't really seen him a lot. But apparently he's been putting up a lot of numbers off the bench. Dwayne Wade is in that conversation. Most improved player? No, 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 no. It's a six man. What am I looking at? <laughs> it's a six man. Oh no, most improved player. They say Miles Turner, Nolan Volley from the Knicks. Interesting. Who? I didn't, no, Nolan Volley. You know the the two, oh, twenty-three. Oh, Noah Vonley. Noah Vonley. Yeah. Is that Vonley? Noah Vonley. Yeah. I guess he might be most improved. Nikolai Vukic from the Magic, maybe. Um, Pascal Sitcom from the Raptors, mm-hmm. the third player. I yeah, think he improved. A, he actually improved a lot this season too. Actually, mm-hmm. I get impressed for that. I think he might be in the conversation most improved because three point shots went up. He's one of becoming one of the two way players in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's long and he's getting better by the Raptors. Somebody they could count on. Um, six man of the year thus far. They say Sabonis um, from the Pacers. Somebody here named Sabonis. I think of his father. Basically. His father was 
dominant. Like, re- really good. Uh, Lou Williams, of course, because he's always in the conversation for expanding the year. He should be. Um, Dennis Schroeder for the Thunder. He's actually been pretty well for the Thunder. I can see that. You can definitely, I can see him winning. I can see that. Spencer Dinwiddie for the Nets. Actually, he's playing good, too. Yeah, okay. Okay. Six man of the year, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Spencer Dinwiddie's playing well for the Nets. And if they keep going like this and he plays well, he's definitely going to be in the conversation. Dwayne Wade off the bench. I've seen him. He's been. The way we be six man, just because it's his last season, they might give it to him. Give it to him, yeah. They give it to him, and he's be playing one off the bench though. So but I was about, I was about to say it's not like it's it's just a giveaway. He actually has been putting up numbers off the bench. Now, defensive player of the year. This is interesting. This it says here Paul George, and I haven't I've been seeing him play well this season to defense. He's he's like in steals with Westbrook kind of, and he's been playing well defensively. I could see Paul George in that conversation. I could see Kawhi Leonard always in the Raptors. I could see Giannis in that conversation too. Been playing well. Mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert, uh, Joel Embiid in the conversation for that too. In some ways, because he's a good shot blocker, especially in chase downs and everything. Paul George could win it. I could see Paul George winning it. That'd be good for him if he wins Defensive Player of the Year. The way that Thunder have been playing, he's been playing well too. Um, he's probably their best player because Westbrook has just he just can't have a sh- he, his shot is off. Like he can't shoot like he used to, and his free throws have been bad this season too. He's adjusting. I don't know what's happening with Westbrook. Yeah. I never seen him struggle this much in the season. Like even when he when he drives to the basket and tries to finish, like he, he misses like these wide these blank like layups, like point blank layups. He misses yeah, there might be something to it. Is this a mental thing? I that's my first bet. That's to be a mental thing. Yeah. That's my first thought. I don't think it's physical. Maybe he's just—I don't know. Is he, is he, I don't think he's—I don't think he's slowing down. Not yet. He doesn't even have like a lot of wear and tear, but he does play a lot of minutes. Maybe it could be that. Maybe he's getting tired. Yeah. I mean, he's still right there at Thunder, but they still gotta finish these games, and they gotta play better. I mean, they—they they have obviously been been playing better. With with um, Dennis Schroeder coming off the bench or being a starter or whatever, and Steve Adams is like playing well. He's actually like their third star basically. I agree. And he's supposed to be the strongest person in the league. So I can't hear reports about. Like mm-hmm. I remember one time there was a report where, like Jimmy Butler was facing him. He was like, "Yeah, this guy's like brolic, like really brolic. He's like really strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's really he probably is strong. Like really, I can see that. But that guy, yeah, that guy's a freaking nature. But yeah, NBA season is interesting. Uh, the Knicks, you know, they're still they're still gonna keep losing games. I wouldn't be surprised if they lose a Martin King Jr. Look, what are they playing? They're playing OKC. Yeah, they might lose that game. They're playing at home, but they're probably gonna lose that game. Just, uh, this is this is a tank season for the Knicks. That's what it is. It's just a tank season. Let's get down, and then we'll, next year we'll have Porzingis. There's, a, there's and then a generational year. player up for grabs in the draft. There is. I would be doing whatever I could to get to secure him. Could be Zion, could be could be the other Duke players on the team. I worry about Zion because I don't know about his um. What's athleticism? Maintaining. I don't know if he's a long term able to do what he does now. He's a freaking nature. I think he'll adjust. If anything, he, he is, is. Does he have a jump shot? Is he getting that now? Like he's actually he's not a bad jumper. He can shoot threes and everything. How's he defending? He defends pretty good for his size. I mean, he's a he's a freaking nature. I mean, this guy is also a playmaker. He's not just a dunker. He can do other things. He can do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Rebounding, assist, steal, block, whatever. This man is going to be, I'm telling you, he's going to be a generational talent. And also, uh, his other teammates, too, are pretty good players, too. Like, they're great. Like, the point guard is great, Barrett. And the Knicks maybe want to get a point guard, maybe. If the Knicks end up getting a point guard or Reddish or Zion, I, I'm fine with that. 
if, uh, obviously if we get Barry, we have a point guard for the future. Right. Especially if we have Reddish, we have a shooter for the future. We can be legit catch and shoot, or much more than that. Whatever. It's gonna be great and talented and athletic. So well, all those three players, one, we get one of those three, we'll be fine. That's just me. But I think we all want Zion. Yeah, obviously, because he'll he'll rock the garden. The right. garden will be going crazy every night with his dunks right. and everything and what right. he does. And his defense and blocking shots and yeah. And it's a freaking nature, and you have him with Durant, Porzingis, it's contenders. Three, four, and five. Contenders, and yeah, Kevin Knox. He plays too. the three, right? Yeah. Or you can play the four too, because he's big. Right. But yeah, and you have Kevin Knox too. Like, it'd be ta- they'd be a talented team if they have all those. Where would you pieces. put Knox? I don't know. You can't play shooting guard. He's too not. I say he's too tall for the two. But you, when you put the ranch shooting guard, <laughs> positionless basketball. That is positionless basketball. Put the ranch shooting guard, Knox a shooting guard. Hard away at the point. <laughs> See, this is where Frank could have been could have been good, but he's just not good. Like you, not he could have fit perfectly with this lineup. You have Frank at point guard because they're all tall and all long and everything, right. but he's just not good. That's the only problem. He fit perfectly. He won't have to do much. I could live with Frank getting like 10 and 10 or something with this totally. talented team. Like, I literally could live with that because if he plays defense and he does all his stuff, he'll be fine because he's got scores around him. He doesn't need to score a lot. 10 points. Yeah, 10 assists. Or he could average triple-double easily with this team. He could be basically... Say, you can definitely go in there and get some... Re- well, no, he can't get any rebounds with all those trees. No, that's true. He could definitely be a Draymond Green for us. Just be a facilitator and play defense and whatever, do all the little things. Yeah, like he definitely could be in that role, but he's just not good at all. He just sucks. And there's nothing to do about it. I think his confidence is shot right now. I don't know what to do with that man, you know. It's not like I, I haven't given up on him, but I feel like I've given up on him already. I feel like I have. Like, I, I thought he could make some kind of promise this season. You know, he had stretches where he looked good, but then he stretches where he looked horrible. He had nothing. He didn't do anything on the court. I mean, Burke has more of a presence than him. But Burke doesn't even play a lot either. I think Burke is being held back. Cause because of, I, think they gonna, I think they know they're going to keep him. He's cheap. He's young. He can score. He can defend. I think they know they're going to keep him. They're just like, because this is tank season, let's get Moutier out there. Let's get Frank like out there. Like. Yeah, he, he had, like, a couple of good stretches. That man keeps doing, like, these isolation plays, like he's you freaking not Trier, Stephen Curry or something, and he's trying to make these threes, step-back threes, and, and post-ups. Like, like I don't understand what he's trying to do, because that's the reason why they lost, too, because he keeps doing these isolation plays, and there's no ball movement whatsoever. And he tries to draw a foul, and he gets no call. I don't know why he's trying to draw a foul, and he's getting a call. He's not getting any calls whatsoever. Why do you keep trying to draw a foul? They obviously don't respect you. So stop mm-hmm. trying to draw a foul and just actually try to make the shot. Like, I never understood that. I really didn't. I've seen him, like, dish for, like, after a wide-open layup. He'll be right there. I know. He just like, dishes out. out. He's like, I don't get it. So What did you do? He's mad indecisive. Like, he's, somebody's really, I, I guess somebody may be open, but he actually have a layup and he just passes it out. Right. It's just, it's bad. And Tim Harvey Jr., I don't even want to talk to him either, you know. Because that man, I keep telling you, he's, he's a very hot and cold player. Mm-hmm. He, he could be good in stretches, and he looks horrendous because he can't make anything. And he gets he gets upset and everything. He get, he's turnover prone too. Yeah, he I've can't he that. can't take care of the ball at all. As soon as he gets the ball, he gets stripped or something by somebody better than him, like the defender or whatever. And he gets all upset or whatever, and blah blah blah, and all that stuff. And Cantor, he they get traded too. Yeah, they're probably gonna get rid of him. He's, he's gone. And Robinson. Yeah, he's gone. I don't think they need he's him. Gone. 
Cause, cause you think thing about Canner is that they also need to figure out this cap space situation. They're not gonna pay him a lot of money, right? So they would have just clear space, get like a star or two, and see what happens. Canner's not gonna be. I mean, if, I would love to have Canner back, but on the cheap. He hasn't been playing good though. Right? And that too. And I'm sick and tired of Canner too. Every time he posts up, he's trying to like do his little hook shot, or whatever. But he never passes it out. And he gets then he gets a turnover, and then he gets all upset and whatever this and that. And then and then he gets out of the game and he gets upset because he's not playing. I watch what? one. I'm like, I watch one game where it's like they did not have an answer for him. Like whatever he wanted to do, he was able to do. Yeah, he but was that's, he does that like every ten games. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> my point. Like and then the next couple of games, he just proceeded to he, stink it up. Like he is an instant double double, but he can't play defense. That's right. the problem. He can't and, and defense every, pick and roll. It seems like everybody in the league knows it. Run pick and roll in him all day. And then shoot over him, and he can't do any. They can't do anything about it. So that's why I don't know why he's complaining. Like why he's not playing? He can't play defense. Like yeah, I understand the effort and everything, but that's not good enough, man. Meanwhile, as soon as we get Mitchell Robinson's hands together, because he can't catch a pass to save his life. But he's a good shot blocker. He's a great <laughs> shot blocker. He might, you know, if he develops really good though, there's a chance he could be defensive player of the year one of these. And years. the other dude is hitting threes. Yeah, Dotson. No, the the other Trayer. Oh no, no. Send. Oh yeah, Luke. Uh, Luke. Um. Keep getting his Is name. it Hicks? No, Luke. Lu- um, I always Luke. call him Hicks. I call him Luke. I remember his name, Luke. But yeah, he made the shots yesterday. Yeah, face mask man. He's making threes. He's, yeah. he's making shots. Like he's like he can be a good bench player off the bench making threes Just needs or whatever. To warm up. Yeah, Just needs to get it together. He's like a poor man's Porzingis. <laughs> That's what he is, though. A, a, a better version of. Uh, hmm, well, I don't even want to say that. He's like Dirk Nowitzki with more mobility. Because he's not that slow, then. That's what I said, with more mobility. Because Dirk is, like, the slowest player I've ever seen. And he's still good, though. <laughs> he runs. Yeah, because you can't stop that shot. If you he start hitting that shot, you can't do anything about he it. He just runs very awkwardly, though. It looks he's painful. Exactly. He's got gout in both feet. Yeah, but prime Dirk was great. Old Dirk is just, he's just washed up now. I think he's he might ready be. to go. He's ready to go. This is his last season, man. He knows his, his Him, time. Vince Carter. I don't like Vince Carter still playing, man. Because he's having a ball. I just wish he won the title, but Him, he never Vince won Vince Carter, and who else is on the way out? Who else? And Dwayne Wade. Yeah, they're all out. I think this is their last season. Nah, I don't know what's happening in Carmelo, though. Say it again? I don't know what's happening in Carmelo. Nobody knows. He might not play ever again. I don't know what's going to I really hope he could pass one more opportunity, but no one's giving him an opportunity. Wouldn't it be amazing if he went to the Lakers and that was like key and he completely turned it around and started averaging like 38 games? Or it'd be crazy if he went to Golden State and boost up their bench. Because <laughs> then, then, then he'd definitely be the instant score for he, them. I don't think he moves fast enough to... Golden State? Yeah. Well, what if he lost weight and then... Well, he's definitely... Done, I, don't, I don't know, but the last couple of times I've seen him, he's been skinnier. So what if they make him more in shape than he can he definitely play with a Golden State Temple and he could just be the scorer for them off the bench with somebody else. That would be Phyllis great for everything. Yeah. Him and Michael Beasley playing on the Lakers? <laughs> I go, Michael Beasley's into score too, though. When he when he plays well, I'm saying he's great. Yeah. But he's like a he's like a, a J.R. Smith for them, basically. That's what he is, Michael Beasley. That's another real hot and cold dude. See, I feel like Michael Beasley has more potential than J.R. Smith. But because Jack would just like to do these step back shots, right? But he is, it is what it is. It is what it is. So before we end the show here, I want to talk about a little bit of football here because obviously it's championship round this Sunday. It's top four offenses in the league. You got Kansas City, you got New Orleans, you got the um, 
with the Rams and the Patriots. Patriots are obviously number four in the in the league, averaging twenty seven points a game last time I saw. Rams average thirty one points a game. Saints average thirty two point six or something like that, and the Chiefs average thirty five point seven. So these are like the top four mm. offenses in the league. Which is great to see of in terms of ratings and competition. These are the four probably the four best teams in the league. They're all matching up. You got veteran quarterbacks against Right. The future generation quarterbacks, basically. Right. These are the next generations, and Mahomes and Goff against Brady and Breeze. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, Brady and Breeze, like, they've been there so many years. They've been there, done that, won Super Bowls, this and that. And I'm done. This is going to be more about what's the future of NFL going to be. Is it going to be still the, the pocket passer, or is it going to be mm-hmm. more of the athletic quarterback making plays and this like that? These guys are both young golfing homes. They're good. I'll be enjoying the, the highlights. The highlights? I know. Be you know over the play. ESPN watching the highlights. There is a chance that Kyle Hackman may play next season, though. If they're smart. The Panthers. There's rumors smart. saying that Cam Newton might miss the whole season because of a shoulder injury. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, so and some players that. in there support Colin Kaepernick and the owner, too. If he's smart. You think he wouldn't get Colin Kaepernick for one season at least if, to give him the opportunity? If they're smart. It might, it might, it might happen. I'm telling you, it could happen. Watch the ratings jump, and then they try and get rid of him. Well, the ratings, the ratings still have been high going without Kaepernick, but they could be obviously a I'm lot saying, more. Sam, watch yeah. him jump. Uh, and by the way, Jared Goff looks exactly like Ryan Gosling, and if they made a movie about the Rams winning their Super Bowls or whatever, Ryan Gosling should definitely play the quarterback and be and be Jared Goff. I'd love to see that. He looks exactly like Jared Goff, though. It's crazy. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, take a look at picture him right now on your phone. You look at Jerry Goff, you look at Ryan Goff, like look like the same person. Those are two people I don't want to look at. <laughs> but yeah, that's crazy stuff, man. That's, I know it's gonna be a snowy storm too, because I know it's gonna snow here, it's gonna snow in Arrowhead. So everybody, be careful. Yeah, I mean, on the way to the game, leaving the game, not too many beers, people. Yeah, watch having, it in some house that's yeah, you know get cozy or whatever. Off into a ditch, like you diehard fans that are gonna go anyway. Respect and salute. Hope you got your pocket heaters and all that good stuff. But everybody else, just please be careful. Yeah, please, because it's going to be well, a very No, no, no. I take that. That's the other way around. Everybody going to the game, be careful. Everybody in the house, just keep chilling out. Everybody who's going to go to the game during the snowy season, like, just be careful how you drive, man, because yeah. you guys in tropical weather who aren't used to, or in good weather who aren't used to snow, tend to drive. It's ridiculous. an Arctic blast in the Kansas City. So that kind of well, favors Kansas City no snow. That kind of they kind of they kind of favors the Patriots in some ways because they they used to cold weather. That's right. how their their dynasty run began in the first place in cold weather against well, Oakland no, Kansas with the City tuck gets rule. Busy. Yeah, like weather wise, they have all four seasons. Yeah, it is true. Uh, but Brady, that's how his whole dynasty began. The tuck rule in Oak, Oak, Oakland and all of that dynasty started just like that. Yeah. And then it started with the Rams, and then it's interesting. It could be a cycle-ending thing for the dynasty of the Patriots. I don't think it's gonna. I think it's gonna end sooner rather than later. I know we keep well, saying that, but they keep, way out. But it started with them facing the Rams and beating them. It may end with the Rams beating them this time if they meet up in the Super Bowl. Interesting. Ending site as, as the end of an era. <laughs> they started how the Rams and maybe ends with the Rams, and that's it. Interesting. Could end like that, or it can end in the snow. It's it, it can end those two ways. Again, where it started with the snow, or this and that, and that's it. Next generation quarterback and line it up. So we'll see what happens though. We'll definitely talk about that in the Super Bowl matchup because obviously that's gonna be the big top after this weekend's over the Super Bowl two weeks and all that stuff. And then us as having the NBA like the All Star stuff. And then they announce fully who's the All Star team. Talk about that too. 
and another pop culture stuff is happening around the entertainment world and everything. So you can follow me at Morinus10. I'm over at Mr. Mech. This is all latest on SoundCloud and iTunes. See you next week. Peace.